This is Chicago's Morning Answer with Dan Proft and Amy Jacobson on AM560, The Answer. Good morning, Dan and Amy. Will TSA employees' tales of woe provide the political pressure to prompt a shutdown border security funding deal? That's the question. It's already the case that TSA absentee rates have gone up to 7.6%. That's up from 3.2% a year ago. Oh, golly. I got to travel in a couple of weeks. I hope the guy that puts my shoes on the conveyor belt just so is still there. Well, the problem that a lot of travelers are facing are long TSA lines. I don't know if you saw the one in Atlanta. Even if you had TSA pre-checked in, it was still 80 minutes to get through security because people are calling in sick because they're not getting paid. It's possible. Uh, Tyler Cohen writing in Bloomberg uh, makes this point, applying a little bit of game theory to the situation. Uh, remember a couple of things that are important. Uh, one is that uh, it's illegal for these government workers to strike. Uh, they're guaranteed back pay for their efforts, so why not show up, right? Um, if Now, it, it also, if TSA makes the point, if TSA walker, workers walk off the job in greater numbers, they run the risk of... Being replaced, right? Well, that's one risk, and also just public disapproval. And legal sanctions if you walk off the job. I mean, uh, uh, rather than uh, quit or be riffed. Um, but absenteeism and poor performance can gum up the works. And so where is the break point? Who really knows exactly? I know that uh, we continue to have the D.C. press corps wow. amplify these tales of woe. Times are tough for some. This is Kim Kirkpatrick. She's selling her plasma. I mean, desperate times call for desperate measures. It's kind of uncomfortable to do it. You're hooked up to that machine. They pull out your blood. They spin out the plasma and they pump it back into you. Have times ever been that tough that you've considered selling plasma? Because I remember in college that was a big thing. Mm -hmm. Oh, you get 13 bucks if you just give you plasma. Right. You know what that um, but but, uh, but that's what some people are doing. I'm just sure. Yeah, Uber or Lyft. Oh, a lot that, of Uber and that, Lyft drivers. That's a bridge too far, though. Let's just go right to the plasma. All right, for more on the TSA piece, we're pleased to be joined again by Robert Mark. He's a senior editor at uh, Flying Magazine, publisher of JetWine.com. Robert, thanks for joining us. appreciate it. Hey, listen, it sounds like it's going to be an interesting discussion this morning. <laughs> yeah. We're giving blood and plasma, Well, also, um, I mean, before we get to the whole TSA thing, as I mentioned, I've got a trip coming up in a couple few weeks. Now, can I still bring my peacock on as a service animal? Do, do you know the answer to that question? <laughs> I know that you can't. Well, you know, it depends on whether it's a male or a female. Of course. Yes. Right. Because the males tend to be a little more aggressive, and they're not looked upon kindly. Toxic masculinity. Yeah. But they do Here know how to again. fly just yeah. in case the guys in the cockpit need them. You know what? I ply him with uh, a, a, a tumbler of doers, and then he sleeps the entire flight. So, it, I mean, it should be fine. they don't fly very well. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Exactly. All right. Well, that's the, thank you for your uh, help on that. Oh, that's quite all right. That's what I'm here for. Yeah, but it's not <laughs> like the answer show. Right. Um, yeah. What's the question? Uh, what about air yeah, traffic? That's right. Right. Air traffic controller, because they, too, are not getting paid right now, but they're they're supposed to come to work. Is there a sick out going on with them? 
Uh, not not uh, as far as I know. Uh, I think uh, from what the folks at the union told me, they, they learned from 1981, which for many of your listeners who may not remember what that is, that was the uh, PATCO strike when uh, controllers walked off the job and most of them lost their jobs later. Right. Uh, so, yeah, boy, interesting how that sort of sets a precedent, uh, reminds people that uh, the graveyards are full of indispensable humans. Uh, so with respect to the operation of the airports, though, one of the things that suggested is, yeah, if you, uh, I don't know, cut the uh, busybodies masquerading as TSA agents, some percentage of them by 7 percent, the absentee rate, or even a little bit more, nobody would notice. But there's this question about whether airports will continue operating at a certain level just because of the legal exposure. Well, I, I think. Right now, I think the transportation system, the airline transportation system, is is really vulnerable because they're not prepared for any kind of mass uh, uh, sick out or, or whatever they might want to call it. Although, honestly, uh, yesterday, I, one of my sources told me that the TSA folks that are calling in are, are actually calling in and telling them, hey, you know what, I, I can't afford to keep working for free. Uh, I mean, most of these people are, look, let's be serious, how many people are living paycheck to paycheck and uh, uh, lot, you miss one it's bad enough but now they're coming up on two and uh, and they're just they're they're looking for other work well what's the average salary of a tsa employee 40 oh it's not that high actually i think it's uh, 40 grand uh, i think it's in the 40s yeah. uh, so uh, you know they, i don't know how long it would take to retrain people uh, to take those jobs but uh, of course 15, let's face it minutes. who's going to take the job because you wouldn't get paid uh, although you have the guarantee of payment and lifetime employment, so that's pretty attractive. Um, well, okay, but hang on one second. Right. How, how long do you guys think you'd keep doing your show every morning if you weren't getting paid? Uh, I well, mean, seriously. Well, no, I know. I mean, I, I have lived paycheck to paycheck more times than I care to admit, but I don't. Yeah, so have I. Well, well, well seriously, uh, I will answer that question seriously. If I, okay. had a, if I had a guarantee that I'm going to be paid per the terms of my employment, there's, there's no chance I won't be paid which doesn't exist in the private sector, then sure, I keep doing the show. Mm, I, okay. Yeah. Do you want to spend more time with me? Well, that's an added benefit. <laughs> yeah, the, sure. I mean, that's the real feature. It's the compensation. But, of course, secondary. you do have to have a stash of, a stash of cash. I mean, well, that's, that's true. true. No, you have to have a cushion. Uh, uh, some cash on the side somewhere in order to live uh, while you wait for that guarantee. Well, that's and true. And let's be serious. This time, we, we don't know how long this is going to go on. No, that's true. That's true. But, I mean, uh, you know, TSA agents aren't working 100 hours a week, and a lot of people, not a lot of people, but there are people that work 60, 70, 80, 90, 100 hours a week in the private sector. So there's, you can do your full-time job, and when times are tough for a little bit, I mean, we're talking about less than a month as we sit here today, and the hysteria has been going on since, like, the fourth day, uh, less than a month. You can do other things. I can go, you know, work at a restaurant or whatever else to make ends meet for a short period of time. So, I mean, I just it's not so much that I don't have empathy for people living paycheck to paycheck and paying pe people for their work. Of course you do. I want everybody to get paid for the work they do and make as much money as they can. I'm all for it. But here's the thing. I'm not going to tolerate or abide these we're, we're like where people are being sent to Normandy which is the kind of, you know, selling plasma bull jive stories from the D.C. press corps. I'm just not down with that. I'm sorry. I, I think you're probably right with that one. And I, I think it's easier for the, uh, for the people that are furloughed, that are not 
that are not required to come to work. I mean, take the controllers. I mean, I know guys at O'Hare, and I mean guys generically, uh, you know, that have been working six-day weeks, 10-hour days before this started. And so they don't really have a lot of flex to be able to, to go take a side job and make a few bucks, um, you know, while they're, you know, to, to make up for the loss. Yeah, but those and guys, that, those are the that's, people that's I, I have even more sympathy for. That's true, but those guys are also making six figures, so ostensibly they've well, got a little true. bit more so squirreled you're, you're away. Well, they've got yeah. some cash on the side. Well, one other thing too, just you know, since you know all these rich pilots, um, is this sort of an interesting story? Private action out of Austin, uh, air traffic controllers at Austin Bergstrom International Airport. Uh, uh, the pilots took up a little collection for them that fly into that general aviation airport. And, uh, you know, after they missed their first check, first paycheck, they took up a little collection. Now, I don't think commercial pilots make up, make enough money anymore to take up a collection for the air traffic controllers at O'Hare. But I just thought that was sort of a nice story uh, oh, about pilots. What do you mean they don't make much money? Airline pilots are getting paid pretty decently these days. It's, it's changed a lot in the last five years. What what is it? What's the average? Yeah. Well, average I mean, even on even on the regional carriers, I mean the, uh, uh, you know, the American Eagles and uh, all that stuff, where they used to start um, uh, first officers at maybe eighteen or nineteen thousand. Now that's probably upwards of about sixty to start, and uh, and that's so that's gone up, and of course the captain pay has gone up on the small airplanes quite a bit, as it has at the. Uh, at the majors. But there was a real dip in compensation for pilots for a time, wasn't there, as compared oh, yeah. to, like, the 80s? They were, they yeah. were doing givebacks. Yeah, I right. I mean, uh, where they, they, had a, they had salary cuts, uh, you know, before and after uh, the recession. Yeah, okay. Oh, well, that's good to know. That's good to know that the salaries are starting to bump up again for pilots. That's good to so know. So the long lines... I, I was naturally wealthy anyway, though. Oh, right. Uh, so I didn't have that problem. Very okay. good. Um, so yeah. the long lines that were that we saw in, in in Atlanta, I think it was last week, are they still that long, or what's what's the reality on? Well, the I don't know about Atlanta. I mean, I'm traveling uh, out of town on Tuesday through O'Hare, so I'm uh, I'm not taking any chances. I'm going to get there half an hour earlier, just in case. I'd rather be you know, there early and w- waiting to go than the other way around. And uh, now, do you do since you're a, a jetwine.com flying magazine uh are you one of the mystery shoppers that tries to get weapons through tsa and how often have you been successful if you are uh no i'm not a i'm afraid i'm not a weapons guy i haven't really handled one since i was in the military uh so i i wouldn't even i wouldn't even bother although there are still pilots you know of course remember years ago after after 9-11 i mean they had a uh a, uh, a flight deck officer program where they were allowed to carry uh, yeah. to carry weapons, to carry yeah. handguns, and there are still quite a few pilots that do carry them. And those oh. are the airlines I fly. Yes, I'll tell you exactly. that right now. He is Robert Mark, senior editor at Flying Magazine, publisher of JetWine.com. Robert, thanks as always for joining us. Appreciate hey, it. Hey, you're welcome. Take and care. he joined us on our Turnkey.pro answer line. You see, the whole thing we're going for here at the TSA is a sort of bored fascism. You're listening to Chicago's Morning Answer with Dan Proft and Amy Jacobson on AM560, The Answer.